0: Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Or well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Uh, Today we're back again to do another season review, uh, because we were just too busy at the time when it was uh, on air. Um, We're back today to talk about Orphan Black. It's the BBC America and Netflix show. Uh, It was originally on BBC in the UK and then Netflix went and picked it up or whatever happened. Uh, But I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Um... So what I was gonna do is we can do some like you know general discussion I have a few different things that I thought out to say of course that's the whole point um <laughs> and then uh we're gonna basically go through some of the characters talk about our favorite clones because uh, you know there's so many different clones in the show uh and then kind of take it from there and see and see what happens um so what what's your kind of history of orphan black how did you sort of discover it
1: um I was a little bit late getting to it Me too. I, I think yeah. um I it because it, it, it started on BBC America. I mean, it's a BBC America commissioned show, um, and then it ran on BBC Three for a couple of seasons over here, and then went on to Netflix. I did catch it, I think, when it was on BBC Three, um, and the I think the the person that actually put me onto it was uh, Chris, who I used to do not Chris from uh, the entertainment talk stuff, but Chris right. who who started uh the geek town radio podcast with okay uh and uh he was a huge fan of it and used to used to go on about it quite a lot so i eventually went and sort of picked it up because it was a show that i somehow had slipped under my radar yeah uh i just completely fell in love with it from the start i mean particularly because of, of tatiana um just such
0: i think that's her yes name is, yeah. Yeah.
1: tatiana maslani's performance throughout the entire run is just phenomenal yeah absolutely phenomenal it was criminal that it took so long for them to actually recognize her in the wards, but uh yeah i i mean i i just thought it was it was brilliant really really good so uh yeah that's sort of how it came to me was was really through uh through chris when we were doing geek town radio in the early days cool nice uh
0: i i did think that you were going to mention uh bex i thought bex was going to be the person that you would say like um no uh, yeah
1: bex was bex who who is one of the other geek time radio co-hosts um Mm. she uh i i don't think i actually knew her when it first started it's sort of after that because we take the mickey out of bex because she does look a little bit like tatiana even though she completely denies that but she kind of does so (laughs) okay
0: interesting um, so my, my kind of history with it is, um, it's a little bit more simple than some of the other stuff, you know, given complicated explanations before why we uh, how I discovered different things. Um, it was literally the case of, um, I think about maybe season three or four, I'd actually heard of the show. It actually like popped up on my radar. I think that maybe that was when I started at least listening the to Geek Town, although the time between I started listening to Geek Town and went on it was only like a week or two, I think. Yeah, Cause I'd, right. I'd found it because I'd i always I'd always used I always used to um go onto Geek Town to see uh, you know air dates and stuff. And it was only it happened to be one day that I went on the homepage and then, like, I scrolled down a bit until, like, the Geek Town Radio. So that's the way I actually discovered that as well. Right. And then I listened to, like, the first episode and e- emailed you and, you know, it, it all sort of happened from there. Yeah. And then uh, I can't remember who, who it was at the time, but it just kept coming up on the show. I think it was when um, BBC put it on at, like, one in the morning and there was all that weird kind of stuff going on with it. It, it was it was probably Chris that was on with me then because he used to yeah. go
1: on about it a lot
0: yeah uh so that and then it it got to that point where it started being on at like one in the morning and then it was on demand and all these other weird things i'm not sure which season that was in um and then you know i'd started coming on to geek town and stuff and then uh i think one day i I can't remember if you said it on geek town or, or not but uh the first four seasons dropped onto netflix yeah and then i think you or netflix themselves uh, had announced like that they would picked up the fifth and final season um yeah. and then i thought okay you know it, it, and then like the fifth season didn't have like a date itself so then i just thought okay i'll catch up and then i heard it would be like the next year because i caught up around last year and christmas roughly yeah. um it was about the time that like walking dead and stuff finished their mid-season finale so it was that nice kind of winter break um yeah and then I'd started watching the show from there and like all the geek towns I'd listened to before that point you and whoever it was at the time just kept saying how good this show was um and then I kind of just took my watching from there and uh you know you you and whoever like I said was on at the time kept talking about um Tatiana and her performance and stuff because whenever you hear a conversation about Orphan Black uh it she's always the person of course that gets brought up mm-hmm. um because like she's the main kind of thrust of the show and the show wouldn't be possible without her yeah um and then i kind of just watched it from there and then there was a couple of months wait and then season five came around and then uh i obviously watched the season of that um and yeah ca it, it kind of just went from there i i, I was going to talk as well about like the seasons of the show and um how did you feel when the show was announced for its final season like for for the fifth and final season
1: um i think it was it was probably a good move yeah um you know because you get to what you don't want is you don't want the show to go on and not be able to finish on its own terms so i think it's it's good when a show can actually wrap the way it wants to wrap and i think there is only so long you can string that out for you Mm know um in it in its current format there is only there's only so far you can take it i mean there are talks about doing things orphan black related afterwards which we may come on to but um i think i know what you're talking about yeah uh but yeah i mean it, the the uh i think it was probably the right time to do it uh just to give tatiana a bit of a break maybe yeah uh, yeah i mean
0: That's another thing I kind of started to think of when the season finished was, like, how much workload did she actually have? And how long did this take to, like, make and stuff? Uh, Because you you even hear about actors that just do, you know, usually one role and how much time that takes and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she has talked about the fact that um, she barely got any sleep the first couple of seasons (laughs) because she was you know they do a segment with one clone and then they do a segment with another clone so they do all the all the parts with her as sarah and then they'd maybe do some bits with her with rachel and you know so she'd be doing like you know one might be a day shoot and one might be a night shoot Mm. so she's just constantly working and switching backwards and forwards and i mean it's phenomenal phenomenal piece of work
0: Mm. yeah i mean it must be difficult to like I mean, let's just take Andrew Lincoln for a random example. Like, he has to, he has to be Andrew Lincoln and he has to be Rick and you have to be two different people. It must be hard to be, you know, Tatiana, Sarah, Beth, and Allison yeah. and all these other people and try and get into like their personalities and how, what relationships they have with different characters and their slightly different accents and how they act around different characters. Well, um, I mean, yeah. The
1: accent, the accent, I think, is something we should mention because of the fact that. Um, I mean she's she's playing a mixture of one character's Russian, few of them American, and one character's British. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until very late on I realized she's actually Canadian and her okay. natural <laughs> her actu- her natural accent is actually the more the kind of American Canadian accent. Um okay. Are we not talking British.
0: Like a Kobe Smolders type thing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's the, her natural action, accent is, is kind of that of, um, uh, sort of Allison and Cosma and, and, um, Cosima. It's, it's more, her accent's more that than it is Sarah. Um, you know, I mean, if you ever see her on a chat show, it's a, it's a normal American accent she has, mm. um, or a Canadian accent she has. So, I mean, the, that I was really quite surprised by. Turns out, um, uh the guy that plays uh what's the brother called uh the name's gone felix yeah i i thought i read somewhere felix was canadian as well but i i'm not sure about that i could be wrong about that um
0: yeah it's got felix sarah's uh gay foster brother written here
1: uh yeah no felix is canadian as well Okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't know whether he's Canadian, but spent some time living in Britain maybe. And, and that's why, but I mean, I think, I suspect he may, his natural accent might be Canadian. And if that's the case, his British accent is flawless because, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, th- that's, that's phenomenal. But yeah, I always assumed because it was a sort of BBC America show, I always rather assumed that the, the main cast were, were English and they're not. Um, the majority of the cast are Canadian, with the exception of Mrs. S, who is uh, Irish. But um, almost the, all the rest of the cast seem, apparently, seem to be Canadian. Mm. Even Delphine. Delphine technically is Canadian. Yeah. Although she could be French Canadian, so you know, but.
0: just never know, do you? So yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when the going back to the, the question at hand, when the the fifth and final season was announced, I was like, okay, five five seasons is a good run. You know, you had. Uh, uh, things like The Wire, Breaking Bad, ones that come to mind that had like five seasons, rough, roughly the same amount of episodes. Um, you know, in total, so some of these kind of shows tend to have, you know, 10 to 13 episodes, five seasons roughly. Uh, Game of Thrones is a bit more of an extension of that kind of thing, where it's still the 10 episodes, but they've gone for, that, that show went on for slightly longer, or are still going, whatever um yeah. so when I saw like fifth and final season like it actually is called the final season and not like cancelled or whatever um yeah. I thought okay that's a good you know they've probably I can't remember what point I was up to in the show when I when I found that out I think I hadn't started yet I can't remember but uh because I looked at the episodes um numbers and stuff and I thought okay that seems like seems like a good enough run kind of thing um I mean you you have certain shows like the Fall on BBC, which is like 18 episodes, I think, because uh, it's yeah. three, three lots of six, um, and that, that wraps up very nicely, so you, you can still do it with a low, low number of uh, episodes, uh, you don't always, uh, not to take any kind of jab at Supernatural, but you don't always, or like a Grey's Anatomy or something, but you don't always have to have like 15 odd seasons or whatever, some shows like can wrap up with yeah. uh, lesser seasons, so just, no. it just depends on the story that's told and where it kind of goes, um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we got the we got a really nice wrap up story, which I, of course we'll talk about here in a bit, um, which I was I was very happy with, um, and it kind of you know prepares you more. It's sort of um, instead of being in episode eight or nine or ten, and you know the shows creator say I don't know if we're getting another season that kind of thing, and then you think oh are we going to get cancelled kind of thing. Um, so I think it's always good when you go in before the season and know that it's the final one. And then you're like, okay, I have 10 more episodes of this. I can just prepare myself that way. So I think it's, it can be a good thing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. There's a lot of fans that probably say, Oh, we want more seasons and stuff, but um sometimes it's just better to go out like on top, I guess. Yeah. I so, mean,
1: look at, look at breaking bad. Yeah. I think, you know, breaking bad, they could have carried on making forever, mm. but there is, there is a finite amount of space for that story. You know, so I I think you have to get to a point where it just naturally feels like the right time to wrap up a story, and I think Orphan Black had got there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, did you want to talk about the ending at all, as we're kind of on the subject?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we can we can talk about that if you like.
0: Okay. Um, so, was you happy with it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was interesting. What was particularly interesting about that very final um, episode? was the way it was structured for me um because that it, it it actually wrapped things up quite quickly mm. you know you you got you got the uh um the 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 whole kind of main kind of getting rid of the bad guys that actually wrapped up that fairly really early on as
0: well i love yeah the ways that, that they died like um i can't remember the guy's name but the the bald guy who was after sarah at the end and um yeah you sort of see him walking around the curtain. She takes a random shot. I was like, please don't say she shot like Felix or someone or someone like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then like he jumps through the curtain, and tries to strangle her and then, uh, she gets the better of him and then just takes him out. I thought that was great.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that was, um, that was really nicely done, but I did the, uh, the spacing of that, that episode I thought was, was really interesting because, um, what in in sort of writing terms that what they refer to as the kind of coda, which is the bit that is after kind of all the main action finishes mm. um, You know they can be different lengths for things but the coder on this was pretty much half the episode yeah. you know you, you kind of all the action bits finished fairly early and then you got a lot of wrapping up and sort of seeing where they moved on to and uh, you know how each of the clones kind of ended you know where they all ended up and stuff so yeah. i i thought that was really good and and uh how they they set everybody out into different uh places and you know the the children being born, and yeah, it was it was good. And and they also got a list of all the leaders as well, um, around yeah, the world. Tons of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can't yeah, two, the exact
0: number that was given.
1: Two but... two hundred and seventy four. It was wow. in total. Um, two hundred and seventy four, and it ends with Delphine and uh, uh, Casima traveling the world, yeah, sort of to cure, to curing them. all the leaders that mm. that were sort of unaware that they were clones. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah i know yeah, i really
0: like that yeah i did like um you know when you get to a series finale and you know it's a series finale and then the the question of course at the end of each story um is like where are these characters going to end up what are their lives going to be like after you know after the episode finishes itself where are these characters going to end up and i did like the sort of uh montage of you know these, these people's lives sort of getting set up to to where they were again um it was done in a, a small spoiler for Charms. I don't know if you've seen it, but they, they did a similar thing where they kind of yeah. ended it, and then they showed then they showed you where all the characters were finishing up. Um, Breaking Bad did a similar kind of thing. It kind of had its story, which did go on a bit longer in the episode, because uh, there was tons of stuff to wrap up, uh, and then it kind of showed you um, where, where each of the characters sort of were. Um, not every single one, but you knew basically where the characters were going to end up, and... Um, because you don't want a situation where, like, let's say, for example, one of these clones gets asked, "Do you want to do this or this or this?" and then it ends on a cliffhanger where you don't know where they're going to end up. It's always, it's always nice to know that as well. Yeah. Um, there was the other death as well. Um, it was the one that uh, where's her name, uh, Helena, when she was giving birth, and then um, the cop friend whose name is here, Art. Yeah, Art um when he goes to help her and then he like slides slowly towards her and then um the woman gets like pulled towards um helena and then she gets she gets stabbed i thought that oh was yeah because well. yeah, like how yeah. are these two gonna gonna kind of do this because the woman with the gun was a bit further away and it's all like you know if one of the characters goes to charge towards her they're just gonna get shot so it's like kind of dangerous situation yeah um, but i thought they they handled that really well as well yeah um what else could we talk about uh which of uh, your clones are the favorites um i
1: i i have a a, a sort of uh i mean obviously sarah i think sarah oh, yeah. is a great great you know is mm-hmm. is the sort of lead character is brilliant um i i do rather like um the the russian clone um oh, uh, cool
0: no helena uh, helena yeah.
1: Helena. i i i have a sort of soft spot for Helena. i didn't like that character when she was kind of initially introduced and was kind of evil no. but she really grows on you throughout you know as it sort of revealed who she is and and uh she just becomes kind of quirky and i i, I rather like <laughs> that I, I think that's great um yeah,
0: it, it gave her a bit of distinctness between the groups yeah. like when when they're all in a room together, um, when that all, that when that stuff all eventually happens, she kind of her and Sarah kind of stand out in the room a bit more. Yeah,
1: uh, I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, not
1: that's not to say that. I mean, all five of yeah, the sure, main yeah. clones. Uh, you know, Sarah, Allison, Helena, uh, uh, Rachel, and Kasima, um, all. all all have, you know, you do completely forget that you're watching the same actress in five different roles. Mm. You know, um I, I, there, there is very little similarity in, in the characterizations, I think, across oh. those. Uh, you know, because they are all very different. Because although you've got, even the ones with the same accent like Kasima and Alison, um, the, the characterizations are so different, you know, whereas Cosima is kind of fairly laid back and and alison's fairly uptight so you've you've got very different characters throughout and you've got the same thing with rachel and sarah you know although they've both got british accents they're very different types of british accents yeah you know but i think um yeah helena's the the very much the, the standout of sort of different from all the others in every possible way so uh so yeah I, I I really liked Helena towards the end I thought she was really
0: good mm. I mean there was uh, Beth as well, but you know we, we didn't see well yes
1: there was Beth terrible. we didn't see as much yeah. as Beth, of Beth
0: yeah um that, that was quite a shocking scene at the start when you know she gets killed and then Sarah kind of sees that she's the same person and then that's like a massive shock for her because it for for her in the in that part it must have always almost been like seeing yourself die or whatever it must have been kind of strange yeah so I mean
1: it's it's a great premise the the opening of of the show the sort of cold opening of the show which is basically her stepping off a train and seeing herself step in front of the train mm. you know <laughs> she's uh, he's it's just a wonderful kind of Premise, and then it expands, and you start to realise there's a lot more of them, you yeah. know. And she's—I mean, there, there's been—I don't know how many different clones over the years. So you know, and some pop in for an episode, and you don't see them again. Some stay around mm. for a couple of episodes. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well,
0: one character, one one of the clones that I did uh, quite like, who who doesn't appear much, is uh, Crystal. She yeah. had a bit, she had a very like distinct personality to her as well. Um, and she was very different to the rest of them because some of them did sort of, um, as they started to hang out more, some of them did kind of blend in a bit more. But she has this kind of, um, I don't even know what the word to, to sort of describe her is, but uh, you know, this very kind of, I guess, fashion kind of girl. She was, personality she was kind
1: thought. of this valley girl, she, wasn't yeah. she? That character. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought was, was, uh, was kind of an interesting again it was slightly different to the others which i thought was quite nice um but yeah there's but i mean there's been i'm just looking through the list now yeah there must be about 20 different clones <laughs> on here that she's one, played
0: the ones that i've got in front of me are sarah beth uh katya Alison kasima um helena rachel jennifer tony because you have the sort of tomboy type one uh, yes crystal and vera which is mk that is that the one that ferdinand brutally kind of killed mk i think yes
1: so. yes that yeah. was the one that ferdinand killed that there are more i mean there's there's uh there's one called nikki anita justinia sophia Fay, Femka, jade um there's lisa miriam uh stephanie Gillian, Naomi uh camilla yeah i mean there's there's a whole load of them which yeah. is it's just like it's crazy crazy amount of characters she ended up playing mm. um and then of course you've got to give some props to uh to the guy that um uh, played the project caster clone as well because i mean certainly for a season he was doing the same thing but from the male side mm. as well although those characters were far closer Um, to each other i think there was less alterations in the characterizations because they'd all kind of been brought up together so um but yeah i mean he was also doing the same thing Mm. so you know uh, i I thought i mean the acting throughout i think was fairly astonishing but i mean tatiana in particular was just when did
0: she get nominated from emmy was it last year i think
1: last year i think she got the nomination um finally. Did she After. win it? I can't remember who won it. Yes, I think she, yeah, she she won it she won yeah. it last year. Yeah, and then um, she
0: was up against people like uh Claire Danes and and yeah. lots of other different people. But
1: just long, long overdue that Emmy nomination was. Yeah. I mean do you also I mean you also should say I mean, very, very rarely did you ever see anything that was um badly done in terms of mapping them together because uh, you think the number of scenes where you do see them talking to each other or in the same room. I mean, there's, there's stuff like there's an amazing video online on YouTube of the uh, dance party sequence, which I think was uh, the end of season five, where they're all dancing in the same room and uh, showed how much work went into that. Of, Cause they, they use a, a camera, which is designed to, um, which basically tracks movement. So once you do the movement once, it remembers it and then can automatically do exactly the same movement again. So as long as the camera's locked in one place, it allows you to, um, have put the same actor in different positions and mm-hmm. map the whole thing together. Um, and, and I mean the entire series without that camera technology would be completely impossible. Yeah. Um, but just the, the work that goes into to creating even simple scenes where they're all stood around talking in a kitchen, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any uh, any scenes where they're together and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't do it all with body doubles. I mean, some of it obviously is body doubles, but, you know, because it has to be. But most of it is is done. By uh by having to you know, her having to do the role in one way, get changed, do the role another way, and then map them mapping it all together. So mm. it's a phenomenal piece of work.
0: One thing I want to say as well is uh for me, this this whole series has really been more about the characters and the plot. I know the plot was there and that was the reason for all the clones and stuff. Um but there there was a point where like plot started to get a bit you know a bit complicated i wouldn't say bad i don't think bad's the word to use yeah but it just got a bit complicated and there was a point where it was like okay i can follow this to a degree but it was always because these characters essentially become sisters or sisters as sestras was it yes think? um cestras Helene's, as, Helene's, as helena yeah. used to refer to I them, thought that yeah. that was quite good as well uh yeah for, for me it was always about like the characters and how they all kind of got on with each other and how they all sort of like dealt with each situation. Because um, some some shows do kind of work like that. It's not always about the plot. It's about sort of um, like the emotional payoff and stuff. I've heard that, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard Mad Men is another sort of one that's like that, that has plot payoff to a degree, but it's more about the characters and yeah. sort of the emotions. Um, that's
1: very true, yes.
0: Yeah. So do you, um, was it kind of like that for you as well?
1: yeah no I, th- I think it is it's i mean the plot does get hellishly complicated as you get further, yeah, further especially into it. in
0: the final season i found yeah. um there was actually a i can't remember what point it was but i was like i don't think i get this plot anymore um but again still i i sort of went to the characters anyway um because right from from the get-go they're the more interesting thing at least at least to me anyway um yeah, it's not quite all about the clones let me read out some other characters and we can kind of talk about those as well um felix is one i've i listed yeah. here um he's the kind of guy i would you know go for a go for a drink with and have have a good time with i think yeah
1: yeah no he, he uh he, he was a <laughs> um really good character i thought he was as a sort of you know matching felix with uh, Sarah I think they worked very well I mean he was a foster brother but they, they Worked very well as a kind of brother and sister Couple they sort of felt like they grew Up together you know um, were, were very kind of similar In in terms of uh, You know I mean he's far more arty And she was kind of a bit more serious but There was mm. a certain you know they, that, that little unit along with Mrs. S They all felt like they they, You know were together They felt like a really good family unit Um mm and uh you know jordan who played felix I, I thought was great really really good and as i say it, it according to his imdb page he's canadian uh so if that was a put on accent, accent that's one of the best <laughs> british accents i've wow. heard in a very long time yeah
0: yeah um should i quickly read out his uh bio thing here it's, it's kinda it? short, so um it's got sarah's gay foster brother and confident uh when none of his sisters are available he acts as Sarah's backup during Sarah's backup. During childhood they were quite close but she often uh abused him for amusement. Sounds like a kind of sibling thing that you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh they are still close as adults. He identifies as a modern artist. I I understand it's hilarious when like so, whoever it would be would go into a little their little hideout place and he'd have that sort of apron on and he'd be butt naked just painting. <laughs> yeah. That was quite funny as well um so he does that for amusement uh, he identifies as a modern artist but um moonlight's um as a prostitute it says he yeah. is the first person sarah confines in about the existence of the clones which of course everybody finds out about in the end and has developed his own friendship with Alison in particular with helping her cope with stress uh yes of the existence as a clone uh during seasons two and three kasima stays with him due to her declining health i'm surprised she, speaking of kasima i'm surprised she didn't die yeah was I, one point where like she was on like her last legs kind of thing i think it yeah was towards i, I the did end of season wonder four.
1: i did wonder whether they were going to end up killing kasima off yeah. um but yes it should uh, t- mentioned i mean uh, the relationship between felix and uh rachel i thought was adorable as well because mm. because i mean rachel was a great character and that sort of high stress uh you know for most of the series you know very very kind of high stress and was slightly more the comedic role so and felix always seemed to get roped into helping her out with stuff i always love that that sort of relationship to it, between the pair of them um and also, particularly the in the final season, you have that that big art exhibition that Felix does, where he's he's wheeling them out yeah, as the different characters. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. That's it was brilliant. really really good. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I I think Felix is a great character. He was really good. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Art. Somebody you mentioned earlier, Arthur Bell. Um, yes. It says art. It's his, it's his nickname, but whatever. Uh, Beth's police partner, speaking of, um, yeah, him and Beth and and, that, I I really liked him, I don't know if it was the pilot or, like, it was some point in the first season where Sarah goes into work and essentially tries to be Beth. Yeah. And then, because there was this case, I can't quite remember the details, but there was this case of, like, a shooting or whatever, and, um sarah was like giving the wrong answers and she she was basically trying to live this other life that she didn't know anything about yeah and um and then there was um paul who like w- w- they were in their flat and he was asking her questions and stuff uh, and then she has to distract him in, in different ways than that um so i i thought that was a good uh, interesting part early earlier in this yes. in the show. yeah yeah. I and mean, she essentially has to pretend pretend to be Beth because pretending to be someone that you you know you don't know anything about their life, you don't know what sort of relationship you have had with well, that,
1: with that, these that people. Was, that yeah. was the other interesting thing. Um, and again, just amazing performance by Tatiana was was the the occasions when she was having to pretend to be one of the other clones. Quite often, it would be Rachel pretending to be Sarah. So you then having having to do. Um a sort of bad English accent, as though um, you know it was Rachel doing the English accent of Sarah. Uh, mm. So you had that kind of mixed in as another layer as well when the clones kind of tried to pretend to be each other. So I, and, I mean that that I thought was phenomenal because that also worked really well because you could, even though it might be Rachel dressed as Sarah, you could tell it was Rachel dressed as Sarah. You know, um, because yeah. the accent wasn't quite right. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, it's just little subtle things like that. I thought she did brilliantly.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, so did you like Art?
1: Yeah, I mean, Art was Art was a good character. He kind of he had a quite nice um arc from the start with. You know, just being quite hard and sort of best partner, and then realizing the enormity of what was going on, and then kind of becoming onto their side by the end, which uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought was really good. I, I liked how Art was a good character. Yeah,
0: yeah, I thought it was great as well. Um, let's see if there's anything from his profile to read. uh Should I read his profile as well? And I'm not going to read every like single character's profile, but the, no. the sort of main ones um so best police partner he cares for beth and tries to guide her through tough times even when um she is dead and unknowingly is helping sarah as beth uh, after he learns of beth's stolen identity and death he decides to side with the he decides to side with the clones over the police department uh carrying out off the books research for for, for them in Season 3, Sarah figures out that Art is in love with Beth, but um, wasn't able to bring himself to tell her. It um, it turns out Art was close enough to Beth that she called for him uh, for her prior help um, before her suicide uh, to explain about the clones. However, Art dismissed the call, believing Beth was high on uh, drugs. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, could, you know, if, if somebody somebody comes in into your work and they look like somebody that you work with and they say i'm a clone of the person you work with you're gonna you're gonna think that they've like tried to steal their identity or or some kind of thing like that yeah okay. i mean that, you're not, that you're must going, okay a you're a clone fair enough yeah because uh, clones are somewhat of a thing but you know not very often <laughs> so yeah. it, it's uh yeah if if you say like i'm someone's identical brother or something that's a bit more Understanding, so um yeah. I thought that that was really good earlier in in the show as well, sort of the, yeah. the discovery and stuff. who else do we have here uh shaborn um should we talk about her death? I thought her death was quite sad the uh yeah no her death her,
1: her death was quite sad, although I am um, you know she she did manage to you know give as good as she got in the end, which is yeah, and she did right. kill
0: Ferdinand so
1: yeah she did kill Ferdinand um. So I mean, yeah, she was she was a really strong character throughout. Uh, <coughs> she uh, uh, proper sort of mama bear character, you know, <laughs> was fiercely protective of of the kids, but could also be a little kind of you know, well I know best, so we're doing it my way, uh, without telling Sarah and uh, and Felix. You mm. know, would would kind of so you were never in those early seasons you were never entirely sure which side she was on sometimes because she'd do something and it would seem well why she's done that and it was always for a reason that she thought was best but it didn't always come across like that so yeah i i thought she was a really uh really strong character i think making her irish was was a good idea as well you know
0: yeah um yeah, I mean, I'm glad she she got to Ferdinand in the end. I I, just, I thought that scene was pretty incredible itself. The way he yeah. like shoots her in the the specific spot, I can't remember what head, but uh, and then he's like, it'll take it'll take a few a few minutes, and the way he says it, he's like you little bastard, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, oh shit, in the in her Irish accent, um, because yeah. she sort of she got outplayed to a degree, but she still got Ferdinand in the end, Because um, yeah. he picks out the other guy and he just shoots her and like ah, such a annoying little guy, um. Yeah. Of course, he he killed uh, the other clone earlier in the season, which that was quite sad as well. Yeah, uh, because he thought was... Was it the character was already ill and he, like, stomped on her chest? And then... Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. MK, I think, the person character's name. Yes, was.
1: it was MK. It was MK that he killed like that. James Frain Fren has, has a, a sort of career in playing sleazy, nasty characters. So, uh Yes, soon to be seen as as um, Spock's father in uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery is the next thing you'll see him in. But yes, he has made yeah. a career out of playing really quite unpleasant characters in things.
0: Who else has he been that you can you can think of?
1: Uh well, he's been in uh, Gotham was one of the things that he oh, played. Oh yeah, in I
0: didn't like his character in that either. So yeah, uh,
1: he was in True Detective. He was yeah. in Agent Carter. Oh, yeah. um he, he was in he's popped up in sleepy hollow he was in the white queen uh he popped up in grim uh he was in true blood he was in the cape which was a sort of fairly short-lived series yeah, uh
0: it sounds like one yeah. yeah yeah
1: uh he's he was in flash forward as well and uh the tudors was probably the other big thing he was okay, in he played heard of that. he played cromwell so. he played cromwell in the tudors he was a fairly like manipulative and unpleasant character, so uh, he's he's been in episode to twenty four as well so
0: okay i don't quite remember him in, in twenty four no
1: neither do I, but he apparently has
0: oh okay um so going back to Chaborn, um yeah i I liked her character a lot she was she was quite entertaining at times as well um and it was a, it was a bit of conflict in the final season of like who's doing the right things and all that kind of stuff and um I like how all that played out between her, Sarah, and, and Felix. I do think that they... And, of course, um, what's the daughter's name again? Sarah's daughter's name? Kira. Kira. Uh, and with Kira as well. Um, I, I thought all that played out very well. Um, let me read out her profile here as well. Uh, as born Sadler, Sarah, and Felix's... Um, Irish foster mother. They call her Mrs. S, um, which I I got quite used to quite quickly. Uh, She fell in love with a married uh, John at a young age, befriending his group of freedom fighters, the Bird Watchers. After John was murdered in a fight with her mother back in 78, Chabon started a new relationship with Carlton. She acts as a guardian to Sarah's daughter, Kira. Her name was just below him. Um, While Sarah is away, uh, Kira was was done well she didn't have that much to do but i thought what she did she did very well um yeah yeah i think we can agree on that um so while sarah was away she looked after her while while she was shown uh, to be intelligent and resourceful um which I, i can agree with hiding sarah for years and protecting her and kira mrs s used to work um mrs s used her to work network um, to hide Ethan Duncan and find Sarah as a child, claiming to have protected her from Dyad, um, Sarah's whole life. Mrs. S makes a deal with Paul and the military to work with them and abduct Helena. Um, yeah, I thought Helena's abduction yeah. thing was... It was quite brutal at times, but the yeah. character was able so it, to pull through.
1: Yeah, it was things like like that where, you know, I think that that's made you wonder sort of what exactly what side she was on. You know, she's doing it to sort of protect Sarah and Felix, but she's also abducting one of the sisters. And admittedly, Helena is also a character that was, could kind of be seen from both sides as well. Mm. You know, um, Helena had, had good and bad moments, but um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's that whole mama bear thing coming out and, and her, good of protecting her her kids but um yeah just a great character she's a fabulous actress as well so you know yeah. uh, maria maria doyle Ken- kennedy she is uh the woman that plays that but uh yeah yep.
0: biologically speaking Shaborn is uh sarah's niece and that would make kira her cousin Shaborn later has her mother sent to iceland or ireland not Iceland, Iceland's the shop, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ireland, um, where Carl and, Cal and Kira are hiding out um, after Kendall is murdered by Marty, a vengeful... Uh, Marty? A vengeful... Um, Shaborn eventually kills him in the final stages of The Clones of War with Nia Lucian. Uh, Shaborn persuades Rachel to double-cross her... Um, lover Ferdinand leading to a confrontation in where uh Sabon and Ferdinand end up killing each other which we discussed
1: yeah so there you go
0: that's um Sabon we've got there's Cosima how much do you want to say about Kasima? I don't have too much to say about her uh
1: no I mean you know I think we've covered the the main clone okay. characters quite a lot so
0: um so I got one other character left here it is Donnie uh, husband to Allison of course Yeah uh I quite liked him I thought he was Don-
1: Donnie was a great character yeah. yeah I mean again I think Donnie and Allison were sort of the the comic relief characters of the the whole thing um mm. you know because you had that whole you know that the sort of housewife become drug dealer sort of thing that we you had going on which was was uh, you yeah, know a great storyline Um <clears throat> But uh yeah Donny was sort of always the the kind of level for Allison when she spiraled completely out of control yeah you know so i I uh, I really enjoyed that character I thought he was great and he was wonderful acting as well from uh, Christian mm.
0: what did you think when um he killed dr. Leakey? I thought that was quite shocking and he he did it by accident really didn't he because he just slammed the gun down and then it yeah, yeah shot into dr leaky's head and yes. then of course they had to bury him and then there, there was all that problem i thought that was great as well
1: yeah was mm. was quite a surprise that but i like, uh...
0: I like it in the show when when something shocking happens and you get the sort of really eerie type music yeah yeah i like that as well which uh played out in that scene as well and it it, it just gave you that sense of like obviously quite heavy tension which i quite liked as well um So, Donnie is husband to Alison Hendricks. He was once um, Alison's monitor working for Dyad. His and Alison's marriage was strained for a long time, especially after Alison uh, cornered him um, and tortured him to find out if he was a monitor or not. He lied, and and then they reconciled. However, she then found out the truth, that he really was a monitor but was unaware of his true purpose. And Allison was a clone. He then cornered his boss, Dr. Leakey, in a car and killed him uh, accidentally with a pistol shot to the head, which we just discussed. Um, He fled back to Allison, begging her to help him uh, do away with the body. Of course, that kind of classic thing. Um, Yeah. that's That's not really a trope to me either. You know, it's, it's kind of standard procedure, you know. You, you accidentally get rid of a body, you do have to get rid of it, or yeah. you get rid of a body, you have to get rid of it anyway. So, whether it's an accident I'm not, or not
1: entirely convinced burying it under your garage is the best solution no, to maybe that. Maybe somewhere, like...
0: somewhere a little bit further. Yeah, yeah, like some distant woods or or something. Not to give anybody any ideas, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty self-explanatory, anyway. Yeah. Um. It was yeah, yeah, he fled back to Allison, begging her to help to do away with the body. They buried uh, Leaky under the uh, garage. Uh, this it says here, quote, bonding helped to start, start their relationship again, uh, giving it newfound passion, trust, and happiness. In season three, he got fired after telling his boss, Susan Teller, that um, she was a bitch uh something he found um quote freaking glorious <laughs> he <laughs> and allison later briefly sold drugs um for pouchy I think I remember some of that. Yeah. Yes. Um and got the Hendrix family uh soap store bubbles in uh Ali's mother her name I, I remember that as well. Um memories are starting to come back to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um I remember the mother being a bit strict If I remember that correctly, yeah, that that played out quite well. mother was
1: kind um, of a cow, I seem to remember. Yeah,
0: I think that's quite quite a good word. Uh, and then I remember like Alison and Donnie's comedy playing off that quite nicely as well. Um, Helena comes to live with them, and Donnie comes to see that she means well. He even helps her find her um, boyfriend as a, as a, quote, thank you present. Um, after Poochies or pouches, uh, niece threatens Oscar and Gemma. Donnie is left with the drug lord money after um, after Helena murders them to protect the children. Uh, that character is recurring between seasons one and two regular from three to five. Um, so, yeah, he, he was pretty good as well. Um, yeah. So we're kind of out of characters to talk about. I know there's other different side characters as well. One other thing I want to say is, uh, it was a YouTube video I found a few weeks ago. Um, it was a Comic Con panel. I'm not sure if it was this year or last year or what year it was from. Yeah. But, uh, one of the audience member members asks Tatiana to do like different impressions and different like conversate like improv conversations with some of the <laughs> other actors on the uh, panel. Yeah. And uh, that that was quite good as well. So you can check that out on YouTube. Um, yeah there's
1: there's a lots of good background yeah. clips as well on youtube for uh, uh of how they did various scenes and and all that sort of stuff but if you go and search for sort of orphan black behind the scenes there's a lot of stuff on there as, as well about that it's really yeah. good
0: yeah um so do you have anything else
1: you want to say no i think we've pretty covered it yeah
0: excellent series if um well if you haven't watched it and you've listened this far listened this far you've been a bit spoiled but uh go and watch watch the series i guess if you haven't um it's all available on netflix uh yeah it was a great series it won't be coming back because it finished but i you, you kind of alluded to it earlier about these other things that might happen i did hear about some kind of rumor of a film reunion
1: Yeah, they they have been talking about maybe creating a film version, uh, possibly something that follows Cosima and Delphine. Um, as they sort of travel oh, around the world, okay. and, you know, because that gives the opportunity to introduce other clones that we haven't seen before, okay. you know, give and Tatiana maybe get more work. <laughs> yeah, give, give Tatiana yeah. even more work. Why not? Uh, but yeah, you know, at least then she'd be playing Cosima as the main kind of clone in that. And, and it would be them, uh, getting into some situation with mm. some of the other clones that they're trying to save. So which I, I think would be a really interesting idea as a film
0: yeah spinoffs can work um yeah. for, for me the kind of rule with spinoffs is you have to kind of introduce the characters first which um a recent example is uncharted lost legacy because they introduced chloe and the dean in two three and four and then you get their spinoff game so you get a bit more context towards like those characters yeah um which which is good as well um because like i know it's gone slightly off topic but something like a, a 24 legacy where you got brand new characters like those kind of examples yeah. don't work as well you like no. you, like they're fresh brand new characters i know you had tony in there and whatever but he wasn't like that much of a main yeah, part you, of the season so
1: you sort of yeah it's better if you could spin off um yeah some of the minor minor characters and spin those off into a new thing he's is, is the better way to go mm-hmm. definitely
0: so with Casima um, and um uh the, the other one's name. Um you you can kind of it it would be good to watch that because we already know those characters, so. Yeah. Um yeah, there was a scene in in there at the end where uh Kasima does almost get noticed by one of the other clones.
1: Yes, like, yeah, when the yeah. Barely
0: kind of gets away with that. So I wonder how they would handle that as well. Um so that's yeah. be a good little idea. Um yeah, one last thing I wanted to talk about was um Tatiana herself. Whether whether that kind of spin-off did or didn't happen, what would you like to see her do? Well now I mean that the series has
1: wrapped. I suspect she's gonna do I mean she has got some movies in the works. I know she's okay. she's gonna be uh doing a few bits and pieces. They're not necessarily big, you know, well known movies, but she has got something with Jake Gyllenhaal she's been working on. Um which is a, a film called I think it's called Stronger, is it that one? Yeah, Stronger that movie so it's uh jake gyllenhaal and clancy brown are the leads in that um so she's she has been doing a movie as as to what else from from now on i i mean it's going to be interesting for her because anything has got to be less work than the show that she's been doing for the past five years yeah and (laughs) and not
0: not in a way of giving uh less work but i guess giving her no a more um breathing room to do yeah yeah so
1: i i I don't know it's it's going to be interesting from from her point of view but uh um yeah i don't know i i think she's a fabulous fabulous actress i you know she's proved beyond a shadow of a doubt she could do pretty much anything so um i I don't know i i'm I'm sure she probably wants to get out of episodic network tv for a bit and go and have some time off and you know or maybe Mm, go and do some longer form things (laughs) maybe do some movies and things. Yeah. I I'd love to see a pop-up maybe in a big movie franchise, like a Marvel or a DC franchise, I was, something I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, there's, plenty, I, there's plenty of characters to go around, especially on a DC spot. Yeah. Cause they haven't cast half those characters yet.
1: Or, or maybe, yeah. I mean, even on, even on a TV, you know, if they created a, you know, did a new DC or Marvel show with her as the lead, I would mm. like to see her. I think she fit very well into that sort of environment. Yeah, that would be quite nice to see her in something like that. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. I'm sure she'll
0: have a successful grin nonetheless because she's already yeah. had one. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, any casting director or whatever would be stupid to, to not look at her at least for whatever, yeah. for whatever role. And I mean, it goes without saying that if you cast her in something, she doesn't have to look like what she currently looks like because she can look like several different people. So um, yeah. that's a very kind of flexible thing for her as well. Um because you know you see all these, these different casting things that go out and people say, Oh, this this actor or actress doesn't look like this character, um, which they don't always have to look exactly like them as long as they can pull whatever role off, but um she's what I'm getting at is she's had more practice in being like different characters. So Yeah. Yeah, I think that totally. would work well for her. Um yeah, I think that's I think that's about all we have to say for Orphan Black. Great series, go and get Netflix. Um to watch a series and to have netflix anyway because it's great yes and <laughs> yeah.
1: there's, there's a lot of things on netflix right a now, lot so. of
0: things yeah i mean because uh, i finished dr foster last night dr foster last night and um every time i sort of finish a series there's always like a trailer starting in 15 seconds for this netflix thing and it's always something that i i haven't come across so plenty on there for you to go and check out and it's only uh if you're in the uk it's only six pound a month so and you get the yeah, you get a first month free trial in case you yes. want to see if it is worth it. But it definitely is. Be
1: I mean, you've got you've got suits running on there at the moment. You've got mm-hmm. Star Trek Discovery coming soon. You've got Narcos, which lands uh, very soon uh, for the third season of that. You've got Both,
0: uh, BoJack Horseman on the eighth.
1: Uh, yeah, BoJack Horseman new series of that coming up. Second season of The Expanse, which is an incredible sci-fi series. If you've not seen I need that. To watch that uh, as well. Right the t- second season of the expanse is coming later all the marvel series are on there you've got uh new season.
0: Was so good
1: yeah defenders I, was I really that, good
0: that was amazing
1: um, uh you've got a new season of black mirror as well as all the previous seasons of yep. black mirror on there uh i try to think what else uh narcos shameless usa is on there gotham season three is on there from uh the first of september mm-hmm.
0: for all of the uh, UK that hasn't seen that yet
1: yeah for for the uh, for the people of the uk that weren't to watch that yet uh you've got good the good place season one and two of that is coming on the 21st of september um, which is an incredible, really, really funny series if you've not seen that. Uh, designated Survivor, season one's all on there. Season two's coming fairly soon. I know this sounds like we're plugging Netflix, but honestly, it's it's an amazing platform. I'm just trying to um, tell you
0: why, it, why it's worth the money. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, Once
1: Upon a Time, all seven seasons of that, including the, uh, all the all six seasons, and the seventh season is coming on the 7th of October uh dynasty if you like your your soaps the reboot of that is coming on the 12th of october you've got mind hunter which is a sort of criminal minds meets silence of the lambs it's a new series from them mm-hmm. that's coming on the f- on the 13th of october the punisher series you've got coming up
0: are they ever um, going to give a date for that or just keep giving us teaser trailers? They keep I mean, on giving goodness. us teaser
1: trailers. That's that's <laughs> coming in. It is coming in November as far as we're aware, although okay. they haven't officially confirmed that. But that was the last thing I heard was uh, it was coming in November. So um, and then The Crown Season 2, that, that's that's due uh-huh. out in December.
0: Um, things October 27th.
1: Yeah, Stranger Things, you've got that. Uh, Making a Murderer Season 2 of that is due at some point. Travelers, which is, again, another great sci-fi series. Second season of that is coming next year, or maybe even later on this year, we're not sure yet. Uh, Altered Carbon, these are one that's coming way off in the future. Again, another sci-fi series uh, adaptation of Richard Morgan's novel, which looks spectacular, that's coming. Um you've got they've got a version of lost in space coming I uh, there's just just a a ton of things <laughs> yeah, coming onto yeah. netflix i honestly and for for the for the sake of seven pound a month it is well well worth it um it's a ridiculous like it, it's such a low amount of money for the amount of content you get so yeah yep. just just well i mean as I say we're not we're not advertising we're not getting paid no, for it not, but not getting
0: but paid on like that unfortunately no.
1: we're unfortunately we're not getting paid yeah. for it yeah. it is just an amazing service it's well worth it yes
0: yeah. uh just two other quick shows just to mention is uh, of course breaking bad and better call Saul because uh i mentioned mentioning breaking yeah. bad because i think it's the best show i've seen so i'm just throwing it out there yeah well, no, that's better true better call Saul is a prequel so yes um yeah so go and get that is what we're trying to get at um in other stuff uh you can uh, head over to entertainmenttalk.org to see what else we are releasing not quite as much as what netflix is because i'm only one <laughs> one person with with some other people helping me uh so entertainmenttalk.org for that if you'd like to see what david is releasing um and see if or when the shows are coming back uh it's geektown.co.uk um some little bit of housekeeping um this, yeah, this is my last piece of content for two weeks. I'm taking two weeks off, but fear not. I have uh, scheduled several things to come out over those two weeks, so it's not like nothing is going to be happening. Um, I scheduled some, some stuff um, yesterday, so check that out as well. Uh, so it will be as if I'm not going on a break, because uh, <laughs> if if I didn't even say anything, no, I don't think anybody would actually notice. No. Um, apart from random gaming talk, which is going to go a little bit quiet but of course we'll come back and catch up when that comes back, or when I come back. I mean, gaming's always out there. Uh, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation, uh, you can either tweet us at eTalkUK or you can head over to the Facebook group or page. Both of those are in your description. Uh, Or you can email hotmail.com, which a lot of people have done this year, so thank you for that. Uh, You can support us as well over at patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. You can either donate as little as a dollar a month, because that's how Patreon works, um, or you can redeem rewards for specific uh, content. You can go and check out some of those things over there um the two easiest and free ways you can support us are word of mouth of course tell your friends and family people you think might be interested because then they may tell people and then they may tell people which is a good idea because then it gets spread around which is always good uh or you can rate and review us on itunes so that it helps us to get seen in the feeds as well so please consider doing that all of your necessary links are in the description uh all the show notes whatever you want to call them thank you for listening and as always we'll see you on the next piece of contents Goodbye.
1: Bye.